Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Sarah. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 756, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. If you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. Just text Vicki, Sarah, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So it was a big weekend. Um, I don't know. Did you guys either one have a chance to watch any of the live streaming? I didn't. No. Not live streaming, but I've watched reactions to things yes so uh i actually got to watch a little bit of the live streaming from sunday and um heard a couple of things live meanwhile texting with tim i mean nick because they were there and getting his inner reactions and stuff and he's like i'm just hoping there's going to be more for disney world and and that was when i typed in what miranda had said to us why are you shaking your head it was very underwhelming to me well um like expected, but under still underwhelming. But they did mention the thing that Miranda talked about. So Gina's yeah. sure that they listen to our show now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't think that they do. But regardless, lots <laughs> of cool things. So we're going to try to recap the highlights. Um, if I missed something that was your favorite listeners, I apologize. I'm trying to to do the stuff that I think people want to know about. I, I think. I guess we'll find out. And if you guys think I missed something when we're all done going over what we do know for sure, then we can always kick off and talk about it. So I'm going to kick it off with the thing that I think we're probably going to be the most happy about, or I am happy about is happily ever after is returning to magic Yay! kingdom. Yay. I am excited sort of. about that. Sort of. Yes. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. What do you know that we don't know? The song is returning to a new show. The happily ever after theme is returning. The show won't be exactly the same. I didn't hear that part. No, you're yeah. not making me so happy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mm, I feel like it, it. They can't do worse. Because I first I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my gosh, happily ever after is coming back. And then I looked into it, and it's a different show. So, and let me say this correctly. The Happily Ever After anthem will return as part of an updated spectacular and is expected to resemble the well-known Happily Ever After fireworks that we all know and love. And I don't know if that means, for example, Happily Ever After didn't have the projections down Main Street. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it's just going to be upgraded. Maybe that will be included this go around. Um, But that it's not the... It's not going to be just happily ever after returns in its entirety. I wish they would have worded that in a more exciting way because the way you just worded that was like, wah, wah, like a big letdown. Like it's not the way we're saying it with a, with an upgrade. Like my underwhelmed reaction. Now you know why. Poo. I'm sorry. Because what they showed, (laughs) no, it's not your fault. What they showed on the screens was the show and it made it seem like that and I know because Kyle Paolo that I watch on the vlogs he literally was tearing up right before I came on with you guys to record uh, um, because he's like you guys they're bringing it back well I'm just gonna hope for the best it'll be better than enchantment 
It has to be. Well, so last week we told you that the 50th anniversary is officially ending on March 31st. So my hope is that that means we're going to do back to back like we did where one ended and one started the next day. So mm-hmm. maybe happily ever after we'll return on April Fool's Day, which would be really I was going to say April Fool's Day is an awful day to start <laughs> something. Well, we don't want to skip a day, though. That's true. But still, <laughs> like, April Fool's, it's back, it's not, is this a joke? Oh, no. Our April Fool's, they're going to show the old one and then say, now it's, we're really not showing it again. Okay. I just, in my head, I envision it being back, it being just like it was before, but like you said, maybe with projections going mm-hmm. all the way down Main Street, so even better. That's what I'm hoping. Yes. I'm going to keep on thinking that. <laughs> we'll find out on April that's right all right so i've got something that's not like happy happy news it's just you know well i'll just go ahead and say it so still good to know because we have a date it's just not that what we had hoped right yeah it's a <laughs> we all had a date that we'd hope for it's not we don't really happy. have a date date we just nope. have a time frame <laughs> well <laughs> disney you know how they like to do it <laughs> they like to just Keep hanging that carrot in front of us. Josh Demaro announced that Tron is going to be open in spring of 2023. That, my friends, is your date. <laughs> spring. And spring can mean like to June. June. Yes, <laughs> so. exactly. Exactly. So sometime 2023. When was this supposed to open again? I've, I, I don't know at this point. They've been building this thing for five years. It was supposed to open October 1st on the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we're at uh, spring of 2023, which, by the way, 50th anniversary is going to be over on March 31st, which is spring. So could have totally missed that whole 50th anniversary thing. Um, based on what we know about Disney and opening those new attractions, who knows? Maybe it'll be Memorial Day weekend. Because That's when they do done like a lot to of do them. things, yeah, on those big weekends when there's lots of people there. Um, just our guess. Of course, we have no idea as to when it might be. We just know spring of 2023. We're going to let you know when we have an exact date. And we'll keep we'll keep feeding you those carrots when they keep dangling in front of us. <laughs> and I know they showed a video of um, him riding it, riding it and it is far from being done on the inside. Oh, I didn't see the inside. I only saw at the very beginning in the little oh, yeah. thingy. I need to go back and watch it then. It has a it has a little bit of ways to go. Well, guys, we should be able to ride this thing in the next year. And if we aren't for some reason, well, then I'm going to be really angry. <laughs> <laughs> he looked really happy when he was riding it. Yes, he did. He did. <laughs> I'd be a little bit nervous like this isn't actually going to be finished until spring but here i am mm. writing it i hope i'm safe right disney 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 <laughs> sorry <laughs> all right so like vicky said we hope that all that we've mentioned means that disney has been listening to the podcast but either way we will take it josh tomorrow teased about the retheming of dino land at disney's animal kingdom D23 shared concept art of what the re-themed area could look like. Damaro was joined on the stage by Chris Beatty and Jennifer Lee. They teased that it could be re-themed with Zootopia or even Moana. Moana doesn't seem like a possibility since it's getting such a huge nod at Epcot, but we're glad to see 
it is even in the talking stages so we'll be interested to see what happens um i saw some interesting things from quotes from joe roadie about how neither of these is appropriate for animal kingdom really mm-hmm. because it is not the message of where i i don't know it word for word but he, basically he was saying talking about how Animal Kingdom is about animals and conservation, and that is not, it is neither Zootopia or Moana, um, especially Zootopia. And not, not that I don't think it would be hugely fun by any means. Um, is it because it's a city? But it's personified animals, cartoon animals, which is fine, but does it take away from the message of Animal Kingdom? Well, I could see that with Zootopia being a city and it has pollution, which would go against that, I guess. I don't know. I, is this just stuff I've seen as... Um, You're bringing some interesting things to the table. I'm sorry. I feel like yeah. I'm, no. I'm bringing it down. No, you're I'm fine. bringing the mood down. No, we need to know. But, um, I mean, and those are... That's just something that, you know, uh, some previous comments from Joe Rohde about specifically why it should not be part of animal kingdom and that's interesting because i would have never i mean in my eyes i was like yes animals Animals. zootopia sure this is great and now i'm like oh okay i I didn't quite understand the moana there i didn't think she belonged there but um that whole area behind the orb is going to be like a nod to her why do we feel like we need another place for her? Yeah, I don't see... I think Moana is a bit of a stretch. I think Zootopia would be fun. Um, I do too. That's why it was in my mind as like yeah. a yes. And now... The problem, the, the bigger problem I see is that Disney was showing all of these, you know, sketches, renderings, and they're so far from a concrete idea or... Re, you know, realizing this vision as an end concept that it's like, what have you been doing for the past three years? What about like in, in Kanto, you know, the little boy who's got the whole like jungle Yeah, area? we're going to talk about that. We're going to get there. Okay. Okay, okay. Hold your horses. <laughs> is, that for, is that for Animal <laughs> Kingdom too? No. no. It's even better. Yeah, it is better. So... <laughs> We all know that our friend Brandy loves the Disney villains. She talks about it. So I'm sure if she saw this, and if she didn't, and I hope she's listening now, they teased about a villain's land. So we know that villains have always been loved, um, but the only time that guests generally get to meet the villains is like at a Halloween-themed event. They don't really have them out and about for us to do. I know that they do have, and I don't really think that they consider the stepsisters villains, but Cinderella's stepsisters, you see them a little bit. But the other mm-hmm. ones are kind of just More off and rare. away. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they used to have, um, what is the mayor from Pocahontas, he used to be in that area that Miranda and I are all torn up about that they got rid of in Hollywood Studios. So anyway, that's they had those same people that were on the stage, uh, Beatty and, and Jennifer Lee. Jennifer Lee's the one that is big with Frozen with jo- uh, Justin Morrow, and they put up a rendering and it showed what if we had a cocoa land and what mm-hmm. if we had in the Encanto in in house, 
the little what you were just talking about where the little boy has that um wouldn't you like to go in the door with the little boy with all those animals and um i think people were saying like that would almost be like a the idea was a trackless ride where you go into the different rooms of the family members yes Mm -hmm. so they were saying what if you could go to coco land and then Encanto, and then you went to the villains land where you can see maleficent and the evil queen and corella deville and more and you know, all the villains that we've grown to love over the years. Um, and they suggested, or the guy did, he was like, where do you think this could possibly go in the parks? And then he was like, can you imagine beyond Big Thunder Mountain? And it would be the largest expansion in the history of Disney World if it actually came into place. Whoa. But despite what I think is not a great location, like let's put all of this right behind Frontierland. Um, it's important to note that these are what Disney terms blue sky ideas. So it is so far away from happening. And when you look at at a previous D23, when they announced Mary Poppins coming to Epcot, and then, yeah, and it was supposed to be a sure thing and didn't happen. Right. Yeah. And it's important to know their ideas. They're, these are simply ideas. They're not saying that any, that this is going to happen. Right. Um, I love the idea of a villain's land. I love the idea of a trackless Encanto ride. And I love the idea of doing something similar to um, Flight of Passage, where you ride on the the back of, I'm going to, I forget the word, an abrije, abrijo. Yeah. I don't think that either of those is correct. <laughs> um, but, you know, that would be so much fun. But I think they could work on the location. And I mean, maybe that's where land is available. Well, and I was about to say, this is probably, people would be angry at me for saying this, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Magic Kingdom is pretty large anyways. Like you can't do, I mean, I get like 24,000 steps when I'm at Magic Kingdom. It's a lot of walking. Imagine Mm -hmm. them adding a whole nother land onto Magic Kingdom. That's three lands. It's, yeah, like this is exhausting. Like I almost think it needs to be a separate park, like just, a fifth park some people did mention a fifth gate yes they did then you don't have to sit there and walk around like i don't know it's just too big it's just too big well the whole time i have to tell you and this is sort of being a debbie downer but the whole time like hearing these sort of pseudo announcements of what's going on these are our big idea announcements instead of this is what's actually going to happen announcements um i kept thinking if you are just coming up with your blue sky ideas for what may happen way down the road, could we have not spent a little bit of time on guest experience and making people's vacations a little better? I mean, we know there's a lot of people that aren't happy with Genie Plus, and I've seen a lot about resorts and housekeeping and that sort of stuff lately. I don't know. I uh, I mean, I know all the vloggers out there weren't expecting much, but they're just kind of like, where is everything? <laughs> I was excited about something we will talk about later. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I'll keep going with something different. We'll change the pace a little bit. So with the 100th anniversary of Disney, Disney has created a new beginning to celebrate. It features a more 3D castle with pixie dust changing it. The technology is of course amazing and it will be the intro to Disney movies. With the tagline, Disney 100 Years of Wonder, 
To go along with the 100th year anniversary, Mickey and Minnie will be getting new outfits. The D23 speakers didn't tell us what their new outfits are going to look like, but guests of D23 were wondering if the outfits will be um, debuted at a different D23 Expo panel on Friday. And I guess we're just going to wait to see. Yeah, they they debuted at a panel discussion and that's what they're trying to decide. Will they be the outfits that that they actually got to see? So did somebody actually preview it or was that just for that event? So we'll Mm -hmm. have to we will have to wait and see on that. But I don't know if you've seen that beginning, but it's pretty cool. Is it? I haven't seen it. Mm -mm. I initially read it and I was glad that you said that you liked it because my heart kind of went, oh, no, because the castle's still there, but it's just they're using the technology to do the things that make it better. We all loved it at our house anyway. I have to watch it. You do, because it, it's it's really I'm cool. I'm sure I will, it'll just be weird. It has some of the elements, but it, they've just um, beefed it up, I guess is a better way of saying it. Upgraded it. Yeah. Got a facelift. Okay, so we all know who Bob Chapek is. Um, Well, of course, he showed up at D23 this year, and some of the people in the audience were less than welcoming. Um, There were definitely some boos as Chapek took the stage, and it was enough people that it could be heard on videos shot by individuals in the audience that were taken um, at at the highly anticipated media event. Um, The D23 live stream, though, (laughs) was able to cover it up. Uh, those unwelcoming sounds from the crowd. So if you watched any of the live footage, you can see that Bob Chapek just went on with business as usual. He thanked actors and actresses that were on stage prior to him coming out and then continued speaking. So um, I praise his ability to continue (laughs) after being booed. Um, But he's got to be used to that. People are trying to send you a message, Bob. Yep. But, But he doesn't care clearly i know i don't i just oh it's like every time i'm like kaylee it's like the grinch and um martin short in santa claus three merged into one person they're <laughs> only out for themselves kind of thing i don't know how his his skin can be that thick maybe that's what all the money did to him i don't know it's just i would take that so personally no i know. couldn't i just couldn't handle everywhere i am people just hating me but people hate him. Yep. Yep. I do. And sometimes I feel bad for him. And sometimes I'm like, but dude, then do something about it. <laughs> why don't you show, why don't you show us that you aren't what we think you are? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. Unfortunately, he's answering to shareholders and is not beholden to the general public, I think. So the Walt Disney Company had a lot of surprises, of course, in store for us. They're coming up in the 100th anniversary of the company. That's what the anniversary is for. Uh, One of them is an all-new film from Walt Disney Animation Studios, Wish, which is going to tell the story of The Wishing Star. And it's going to feature music by Julia Michaels and voice acting by Ariana DeBose and Alan, Sarah? Tudyk. That'd be my guess. I'm not familiar with him. So the film will feature a 17-year-old girl named Asha, played by DeBose, whose wish calls down the nonverbal star and her pet goat, Valentino. And Wish will come into theaters in 2023. And I want to say that they actually said May of 2023, but I could have been mistaken. I'll have to see a preview. Right. (laughs) So if it's May of 2023, we should be seeing a preview soon, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think they released a little snippet, but not... 
Did you ever see the snippet? Everything was, I missed that. But I'm saying like everything was a snippet, like just enough to make you want more, which is what they're wanting. But still, mm-hmm. hmm. did anyone see Pinocchio? Watch Not Pinocchio. Yet. We're going to talk about that. OK, sorry. No, you're good. So there will be two new nighttime shows added to the celebrate the 100th anniversary, too. The first will be at Disney's California Adventure color at world of color one and it's going to illuminate the night in front of pixar pier as the new nighttime spectacular captures the broad storytelling legacy of disney's first 100 years telling a new story through disney classics and new favorites very exciting in the early concept art guests show saw characters like simba and mufasa from lion king love it they saw mulan moana maribel from encanto the got Miguel from Coco. Um, there's Joe Gardner from Pixar Soul. But we're hoping that the show will include a lot more characters with Disney's characteristic charm and emotional storytelling. Two new nighttime shows. Well, that, that's one of them. Sarah's going to tell us about the other. So the second nighttime show will be at Disneyland Park. The new fireworks show Wondrous Journeys will ignite the wonder in every guest visiting Walt Disney's original park and showcase a century of creativity as the show features nods to all 60 Walt Disney Animation Studio films to date. Taking viewers on a journey filled with artistry, music, storytelling, and heart with an emotional new song called It's Wondrous, concept art was shared with those at D23 and it was illuminating. We are sure it will be more than we could ever imagine. Um, I did hear that most of the 100th anniversary things, as you mentioned, we now have two shows at Disneyland, will be focused more so in Disneyland than in Disney World. Because it more started there. They got to, the people got to hear, I got to literally, again, maybe 15 seconds, but apparently they performed this It's Wondrous song at the very end of D23 for all the people that were there. So that's nice. So apparently I've been missing out on this and I've not been to Disneyland and you guys haven't either. So maybe you don't know about this either, but Magic Kingdom is going to add a guest to the Haunted Mansion and guests have been requesting his appearance. At D23, they made this big announcement that the famous Hatbox Ghost will be coming to Orlando in 2023. They don't have an official date. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> so we'll just keep slowly leading you on. That's what right. will happen. But the idea of the Hatbox Ghosts being added to the Haunted Mansion had many of the Disney guests giddy with excitement. Kaylee knew about it before I even told her. She's like, you mean the Hatbox Ghost? And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard. What is the Hatbox Ghost? I would Google it. It's hard to describe to you. Well, Sarah might know. He holds a hatbox. That's it? He, he, he's a, his special look. What's he from? From Disneyland. Okay, so we're just, he's in Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. But he's coming to ours. And we will get him. Okay. Okay. So you remember I've never been on Haunted Mansion, so that's Oh. I'm like, I don't know. I keep forgetting that. Why do I keep forgetting that? Soon, soon that will change. All right, Frozen Land will be open in Hong Kong Disneyland in the second half of 2023. Still vague. But the second half is how they're going to word that one because I got tired of saying seasons. And that's anywhere from like October 2023 to like 2025. Right. 
<laughs> they didn't mean half. They, their halves are very generous. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm bad and someone needs to slap me on the wrist. Please continue, Stephanie. <laughs> The upcoming Leanne Arendelle World of Frozen will be home to a stunning atmosphere and unique attractions and may even allow guests to meet some favorite characters from Frozen, including, of course, Elsa, Anna, Olaf and others. Arendelle Castle is now visible to guests and the pathway is highly anticipated in this highly anticipated land is now open. World of Frozen was first announced on November 22nd of 2016. That is a long time ago. When the Walt Disney Company and the Hong Kong government announced their plans for this multi-year extension, um, the frozen themed land will offer guests a visit to the Kingdom of Arendelle with all of its sights, sounds, cuisines, and traditions. I can't believe they've been waiting on it since 2016. They need to bring in that guy from Weaseltown. Weaseltown. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. It would be funny if they had his character there. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is what I was excited about. Although this was also promised many years ago. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. So Disney announced the next addition to the Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Treasure. Um, So this is in the same class as the Disney Wish, if you're wondering. So it'll be very similar. Um, The video that they shared was beautiful and... The Wish, I've seen so many videos about The Wish. The Wish is gorgeous, and this one is going to be just as gorgeous, maybe with a moodier, darker vibe. The Wish is very light in color, and this one is going to show you lots of, like, dark blue and gold. So when you enter the ship, and you can see this in the video, there is a magic carpet waiting to greet you with Aladdin and Jasmine and Abu on it. That's the statue that will be there. So the wish has Cinderella, Gus, and Jock-Jock. But this will be Aladdin and Jasmine and Abu on the magic carpet. And it looks just stunning. And the rest of the atrium, like I said, is mostly gold and dark blue. And in the video where they're, you're coming into the ship, you see Peter Pan and the hitchhiking ghost, Miguel and Moana. So I'm interested to see... Um, you know, what the whole thing ends up looking like and um, see how Disney ties all of these characters together into the ship. And it's scheduled to launch in 2024. Like in December. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, the, the lobby just looks stunning. Very pretty, very elegant. It really, really does. I'm wondering if, you know, they, they showed those characters and the Wish has a Frozen restaurant, the Marvel restaurant, and then 1923 as the rotational dining. So I'm wondering if they'll keep the same restaurants or it'll be something completely different. Wouldn't it be fun to have a Haunted Mansion restaurant? It would. My kids, though, <laughs> it depends on how scary it is. <laughs> I don't mean it even needs just the fun in it. Like when, yeah. you're, like when you're eating, if on the wall, you know, like um, I've never been on the Disney ship, but the ones where it colorizes while you're eating, one of the ships yeah. does that. Animator's palette. Yeah. So then if you had the little screens on the side while you're eating and a ghost mm-hmm. just comes by while you're eating or something, I think that would be fun. 
Like we, my kids remembered from when they were younger being scared on Haunted Mansion. So our past trip, they didn't want to go on it. And we sort of forced them to go on it. <laughs> we're bad parents. <laughs> no, they, did, I... they did better afterwards. I mean, I think the first time was so traumatizing because we got stuck in the graveyard. The ride <sighs> stopped and we were right in front of tombstones and I was covering my kids' eyes because the the animatronics kept popping up, up from behind the tombstone. And so um, I think she that was not a very great place to be stopped on the ride. Um, but yeah, a Haunted Mansion restaurant could be cool as long as you're not having a bunch of crying kids not wanting True. to go in there. I, I don't mean the eerie part of it. I mean yeah. the fun, lightheartedness the fun, lightheart- of it would yeah. be fun. Happy haunts. Or if they could somehow... Um, and you know they could, like, be able to put ghosts walking through the aisles while you're eating. Oh you know, gosh. like, project them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Not so they're scary, just kind of like what you see on Harry Potter where you can see through them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be fun. I don't know, maybe. I'll change the subject. So, there are a lot of things coming to Disney Plus in September. Pinocchio, what Sarah just made reference mm-hmm. to a few minutes ago, is already on Disney Plus. That's how busy I've been this month that I have the twelfth or whatever of the month, and I don't even, I didn't even know it was on there till last night. But Pinocchio is supposed to be really good. Did you watch it, Sarah? Is that why you were wanting to know? I did. We, uh, my whole family, watched it on Friday night. What did the girls think? Was it? They liked it. Um, I, to me, and maybe it's because I watched the original when I was a kid. I thought the original was kind of creepy. Yo, it was. Um, I did not find this like to be that. as creepy. And my Good. kids did not, you know, they wa- okay. they sat there and watched it. They were interested, and they didn't come A out. A lot like, of the originals are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I I honestly didn't know what to expect because um, it's Guillermo del Toro, and he's famous for some pretty I don't want to call it scary, but yeah, like eerie kind of different. Like Pan's Labyrinth is one that sticks in my mind that he did. Um, But it's really beautiful, really beautiful. And the lady that plays, I cannot remember her name off the top of my head, but the lady that plays the Blue Fairy and sings When You Wish Upon a Star, stunning. Absolutely stunning. And Tom Hanks, one of my favorite actors Mm -hmm. of all time, plays Geppetto. He did a really good job. And I mentioned to my husband when we were watching the beginning, because so much of the beginning of the movie takes place in Geppetto's workshop. Um, it felt almost like a play because they were staying in that one spot. I don't know how to describe it, but it kind of gave off that feeling of a live play, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, we really liked it. I thought it was just beautifully done. Well, I want to watch it, but it's not going to happen tonight. So <laughs> I will just have to wait. Vicki, that's going to be after parent-teacher conferences. True. And mine start next week because I'm gone the next week. Yeah. Um, and or the new spinoff of Star Wars is going to release three episodes on September 21st. So I know that, yeah, I know Star Wars fans are super, super excited about that. And of course, the most important film that's being released onto Disney Plus this month is Hocus Pocus 2. They did give us a little bit more of a sneak peek on that this weekend. Um, I'm sure you can watch it on YouTube or anything, or it might even be on Disney Plus for all I know. Um, They also released the um, 
this is not going to be on Disney Plus. This is going to be at the theaters, but the live action Little Mermaid and the little clip. I did see that. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll change my mind, but I mean, I thought it looked really good. Yeah. And of course, they gave us a little snippet of the Santa Claus the series, which is coming in November, I believe. That's right. Um, Tim Allen was on there. He actually got to come to D23. Apparently, he tweeted on it and he said he freaked out the crowds because they didn't know it was coming. Oh, fun. So very exciting. Lots of stuff coming. I just hit the highlights of the ones that I knew most people were wanting to know about. Speaking of Disney Plus, just really quick, I did go ahead and watch Doug Days that Brandy suggested. She said her son loved it. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. It is. I didn't, Vicki, I thought you said you hadn't watched it. I said I watched watched a couple. Okay. There's only a couple. Yeah. There weren't many, but they were so cute. My kids loved them and I did too. All right. So Figment, we all know Figment. There's going to be character meet and greets of Figment at Epcot beginning next year. So you asked for it, you got it. (laughs) Well, an exact date for the experience has not been announced. Hmm, saw that coming, huh? (laughs) This is absolutely exciting for Disney fans wanting to meet one of the most popular characters at Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, You'll be able to not only ride Journey into Imagination, but you'll also be able to meet the character as well. Of course, that became very apparent whenever those popcorn buckets went crazy and people were waiting (laughs) for hours and hours and hours just to get a pigment popcorn bucket. Well, Chairman Josh DeMauro went ahead and said, guys, Figment's going to come. If you haven't read that one, gone on that one, then you definitely need to. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs to write it at least once. Mm-hmm. At least I think. And it, it never has a line. So <laughs> no. <laughs> that's another plus. It did one day because I know that one of the vloggers was like, even Journey into the Imagination has a lot. That was like April or May or something when it, the crowds were crazy and we're like, where are these people coming from? So it might be my very most favorite news of the night that I'm about to share with you all. <laughs> I thought Thank I had to share this, this for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vicki. Um, so during the 100th anniversary, Disney will be replacing Harmonious, Woo-hoo. the current Epcot Nighttime Spectacular. The new show will replace it. Um, the, so the current show was introduced at Epcot in October of 2021 and isn't really loved by all. It doesn't have a fan following, so we don't really have any information on the new show for now. But if you like Harmonious, enjoy it while you can. Um, it's going away, and I hope the barges go with it. I was going to say, does that mean, what if it's just <laughs> another show with oh, the barge? I don't know. I can't imagine they're going to get rid of those, Sarah, because they spent I know. so much money. I, I would love to tell you that that's the case. I don't know that though. Mm. But I will tell you one thing, and I think I can't remember if you were on the week that we watched it. Did we talk about when they did the live streaming of Harmonious and had all those actors and um, all those singers and orchestral people there right on Epcot and they performed it? It might still be on Disney Plus. Did we talk about that with we you, talked Sarah? About it, yeah. I don't remember. Well, because if you watch that. Mm-hmm. They can't afford to do that all the time, obviously. But I really enjoyed it with the live orchestration and the live singers. I mean, obviously, Disney Disney would go broke if they had to do that every night. Well, the vlogger that I was watching did mention the barges and how they're part of the reason that it's so unpopular. 
because it ruins the whole aesthetic of World Showcase. Well, it is kind of crazy that they worked so hard to make sure that Hollywood Studios Tower of Terror had a certain color paint so that it blended in and it didn't ruin um, Morocco. But then they put those barges dead in the center and people can't see it until they get over to, you know what I mean? Like before you could look and it just, it was breathtaking. I have pictures, like I took panos several times from both directions of what that looks like. And you can't do that anymore, which is a sad, sad thing. It's whatever it's going to be. I hope it's a step up. (laughs) Yeah. And I wanted to mention, and we didn't mention this. I didn't mention this with the crews earlier. But there's a whole new island coming to join the party with Disney Cruise Line. It's called um, Lighthouse Point. Is that right? I don't know. But it's an island in the Bahamas. And they showed a video of Joss Morrow standing on this island. Oh, that's what that was? Mm-hmm. And I saw him on an island. I didn't see yep. that one. It, is, it looks like they showed some people out there with sketches and things and um they showed a sketch of what i guess it could look like but it is completely uninhabited and undeveloped at the moment as far as i know so i have no idea of how long that will take to bring in infrastructure (laughs) Um, but there is nothing there not even an airstrip like castaway (laughs) it's crazy beautiful but crazy. But I don't know, like with Castaway Key, a big part of it, and I would highly doubt that this is there naturally, but they had to dredge out so much sand to make it accessible to cruise ships so they didn't have to tender guests to the island. Um, so I don't know if something similar will have to happen here, but he made a point about how it would be sustainable and use the majority of solar energy. So Interesting. I, I just wanted to mention that because that's a pretty big deal. No, it is. I didn't get to see all of it. So I met, that must have been one of the things. But one of the commercials that I saw that was a recap was him standing on this rock mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, what, Where, what, <laughs> what is, is this? That? It looks like there's one little building there. And I'm guessing it's a lighthouse. Maybe why it's called Lighthouse Point. But um, Maybe so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. And if you'd like a free quote, contact Sarah, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497. Or at yourstorytravel.com, you could simply go to the drop down and look for one of our names. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki talks with Natalie and Kaylee about their trip to Chicago. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. I think it's about that time, Disney love. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs>